Broadcasting from the News Radio 102.9 KARN Radio Center and Studio 1B, it is Guatney Unplugged with Scott Romine. Hope you're having a great Saturday. Scott Romine here. Everybody knows where they were when this song came out and the music video. To me, Full Moon Full Moon Fever is probably the last great album that was ever recorded before you had marketing research and focus groups and all that. It was just good music. And our guest this segment, so excited to talk to Devin Kidd. And she, everybody's going to know who, who she is. She is the girl in Tom Petty's Free Fallen music video, The Girl in the Skateboard. How are you, Miss Kidd? I'm doing great. How are you, Scott? I, I am great. It's it's an honor to talk to you. And I didn't mention it. You were, in my mind, my girlfriend when I was 16 years old. <laughs> I didn't say that. But, uh, you know, let the cat out of the bag, you know. Oh, and, no. <laughs> I, I have a virtual boyfriend. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Absolutely. You know, oh, thank I, you. I appreciate that. I always thought that, that you and I were probably about the same age. I, I, I think I was about 15, 16, somewhere in there. Had my first truck, my little Nissan hard body. And I remember distinctly listening to this song on a cassette over and over and over again. <laughs> You know, it's so funny. It's I'm in your same shoes. You and I are so much alike as you're saying, because I um, also I had a Volkswagen truck that my dad gave to me and uh, I, I wasn't allowed to go get my other car. I was to have my dad's car, my dad's bike, my dad's, you know, I was his understudy. I was his I was his little girl. And um, it's kind of funny. So he's the one that built me a skateboard when I was, gosh, I don't know, maybe three, two or three years old, maybe smaller than that and, or younger than that. And uh, I, he, you know, he, everything, we, we were a test pilot for everything. And my dad <laughs> was a rocket. We were, and he was a musician and which is kind of ironic. And, um, and there's such a, it, it's so fascinating to grow up with such an extraordinary man and learn as much as I could from him. And as a musician, he was actually a percussionist. And he was attending UCLA as uh, on a scholarship. He was very gifted. And not only was he gifted, but he ended up getting a, um, you know, first backtrack. He played in the LA Orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl. And I wow. remember sitting there as a little kid and going, Oh my gosh, it's like, can we go home now? <laughs> and it was like completely packed. It was the LA Symphony. And for the, you know, it, it was just so, at the time, I didn't realize who my dad was or what, you know, how oh, of course. that was. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Here's my dad with these big, huge symphonies on one side. And then there's the orchestra on the other side. And my dad was kind of leading them through his drum rolls. Well, when he was going through UCLA, he got a physics degree. So it's, it's really ironic how everything comes full circle. Oh so, yeah. And, and so backtracking to when my dad built me my first, you know, skateboard and we were his test pilots because he was a physicist, a musician, he was everything. And there wasn't anything he couldn't do. And he would say, okay, go test this and see what, you know, get back to me with notes kind of thing. And so I started skateboarding 
and I would find these hills and I would go really, really fast. And I'm like, this is so fun. No helmet, sometimes no <laughs> shoes. Of course. And, you know, little OP shorts. Remember those? And, oh, sure. Um, OP. Oh, yeah. The bright, the bright shorts that are. Panama you know, Jack t-shirt probably to go oh, with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, you know, cryptonics. <laughs> <laughs> cryptonic wheels and you know back in the day when everything was just like who would have thought what skateboarding has come to today and even music and the two bridging together so um and then i just for some reason for most of my life i just growing up in a very adrenaline driven no fear you know just do whatever just do it and commit 100 percent. so i you know was skateboarding and uh, what what was fascinating about that is, you know, later when I grew up and, you know, um, went into L.A. and Hollywood and was doing, you know, auditions and wanting to make it. Oh, sure. It was. Oh, my gosh. Well, what was fascinating is that I was actually, you know, went into surfing and I thought I was going to be a pro surfer. That was I was so committed. And so I was living in Hawaii on the North Shore and just sitting on this deck at my friend's place that overlooked all of Oahu. And I just see the most beautiful sunset every single night. And I heard this album come on and I started singing and I'm free. <laughs> really? <laughs> so I'm singing free falling at the top of my lungs when that album first came out it oh was my like gosh. that song hit home in such a way that i was like i love this song because i'm living free in the moment looking out into the horizon like life is limitless and i you know here i was this little pint size you know California girl in Hawaii and they don't like California, you know, California girls. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you had become connected to this song forever. Forever. So, and anyway, I, um, so I decided I was going to move to Hawaii and pursue, you know, um, you know, surfing on a professional level, but then something inside of me said, now go back to LA. So I did. I went back to LA and I was doing this, modeling shoot for with Kathy Rigby and I was a gymnast and as for a water company you know Arrowhead sure. and uh, so we're sitting there and she's she's got some jokes <laughs> it was like Kathy did that just come out of you oh wow but it worked because we captured the photographer we were all laughing and having such a great time she's like a stand-up comedian with these great jokes that I was, it was just awesome. And, um, anyway, I get a phone call. My beeper goes off. Your Back beeper. Then, we didn't have cell. Yeah. My beeper. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, we didn't have cell phones then. Yeah. No, Which, we didn't. No, that's right. No, we didn't. But you know, it was something that was like, I wish I did for many reasons. And we'll go into that a little bit later. But what happened was I get this, you know, I, I check my messages and I, I called my agent and my agent goes, oh, um, Devin, you know, I don't know if you've heard of this artist or if you've heard this song, these songs, or, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with this, but there's this music video and, you know, they want to see you, um, you know, today 
And I said, oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm in the middle of a shoot right now. What time? And they said, oh, like in the next hour. And I'm like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm actually in Reseda. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was actually doing the shoot, the photo shoot, in, you know, in the valley. And I was, and the, the, the audition was way across the other side in Hollywood, in downtown Hollywood. So I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to make it there on time. So I said, could you please? I'm like, are you kidding me? This is Tom Petty and free walling? Yes. Uh, I'm like, you You got to call him. You got to call him and you got to tell him that, that like put the, you know, extend the audition maybe two hours or something. Just help me. Let me talk to the director it. here. Yeah, I got to do it. I was like, I was willing to walk off the set. Oh, and sure. Just beg them beg them for a reshoot, whatever it took. So I looked at the, and they, it was so awesome. And I, when I got off the phone and I spoke to the director the photographer and Kathy Lee Rigby, we had so much fun doing the shoot that we nailed it. So it was like, you know, the first take was perfect. Thank God. Yeah. And it worked. Everything just sort of fell into place getting there. So then the hairstylist did my hair Everybody loved, they're like, you're going to audition for Tom Petty's free phone? So I'm like, yeah. So they all, you know, the hairstylist did my hair and makeup. I had a dress in that, the 50s style. That's oh, yeah. We were That's right. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. loves Elvis. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm serious. Like, okay. I'm like so grateful that they let me leave early. Now I'm racing in traffic. <laughs> Hold that thought. Yeah. I got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Yeah, absolutely. You're in traffic. We'll be right back here on Guatney Unplugged. You're listening to Guatney Unplugged on News Radio 102.9 KARN with Scott Romine, brought to you by Guatney Automotive Group. Hey, we're back here on Guatney Unplugged, talking with uh, Devin Kidd, and she is the skater girl from Tom Petty's Free Falling Video, one of the greatest songs of all time. And you're on your way to the audition. Yes, the audition. It was. I was having so much fun just, you know, from starting the day, getting the call. And now, now I have to beat traffic to get to the, you know, get, you know, right. Just to get there. Was Petty there? Get there. What? No, no, he was not at that audition, but the quote, see, I lived in Manhattan beach was, which was like an hour away. And the audition was an hour you know, in Hollywood. So sure. I could not go to my place. So what I did is I drove up and over, you know, from the Valley over into Westwood. I went to Aardvarks on Melrose road, which is really famous. And there was these two guys and I said, guys, I need your help. And it was Aardvarks is a secondhand store. Now they're everywhere. And, right. uh, you, you know, you see every actor and what have you going in and getting dressed. So they dressed me for the part. They loved Tom Petty. We were all having such a great time getting the perfect outfit for the audition. So then they uh, they told me that I needed to get the pegs. So I had to go down to Kmart down the street, get the peg shoes. When I finally got to the audition, there was this huge line oh, no. going all the way out the door around the building. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. So I went up to the front to check in and they said, oh, Devin, great. We've been, you know, waiting for you. And I said, oh, thank you for, you know, extending my audition. (laughs) So anyway, so I stood in line and it took a good couple of hours to get through. And when I got into audition, they put you in with two people 
And the two people was the one lady who played Priscilla in um, the Elvis documentary, which ah. was so awesome. I'm looking at her going, wow, you are so awesome. And then the girl next to her was a girl that I actually went to a boarding school with in Arizona. <laughs> That's a small world, isn't it? I know. Oh, I know. Oh, it, it gets better. Let me tell you. There's so, there's so many behind the scenes moments that what the essence of free falling is all about and why those three chords and three words and I'm free is so significant and um and why we all like to sing it at the top yeah. of our lungs and no matter where we're at no matter what we have and so what happened is um so i was having so much fun auditioning and the cameraman he goes yeah he goes do you know how to skateboard so i'm like oh you mean yeah <laughs> i mean i said yeah and he goes do you know how to do one of these things he he pointed his finger downward in front of him and spun around i went I go, you mean a 360? So I pretended like I was doing a 360. <laughs> so we were all joking around. And um, and then we left. And I just sat there. Oh, yeah. I oh, Then I sat there at the end of the afternoon. And I get a phone call saying, okay, Devin, um, you got a call back. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous and so excited. Like, there's so many emotions that go on in that moment that you're living oh, your yeah. dream sure like i was oh my gosh like i was sitting on the deck watching the sunset singing the song and now i'm like auditioning for my dream <laughs> i and my dad built me a skateboard that ended up now i'm in this music video but it gets better so what happened was as um so i you know auditioned with these friends and i i got that call in the afternoon and then i went the next day to meet julian temple the you know director who mm -hmm. was just absolutely so brilliant and the way that he did the transitions the way it's like there oh yeah it's very well done yeah yeah there's no generation gap i think that's why it was so popular for today is that it connects with so many generations that it's just, you could sit in the car with any kids of any generation, generation X, Yeah, generation that's Z, the cool thing about it is... And sing it. Yeah, but yeah. did they explain to you that the concept was, you know, you're the girl in these different time periods? Everything changes except the girl? So, a whole lot wasn't explained that I recall, and that I wish it was, but then again, it was good because then it was, it was more raw, you know? It was, sure. It wasn't acted out and so it you know it was really funny because like julian when i met with him again i was like a nervous wreck and but super excited and uh he's so casual sitting back with his elbow on his knee his you know fingertip on his nose and his thumb on his mouth like looking at me and he goes looking at my resume and then he looks at me and goes so do you know how to do one of these things and he's you know moving his finger up and down with his arm and i said you mean a half pipe <laughs> yeah you could do all of that <laughs> so, it's well, cool to know that you really could do this that that you know you don't you know you're looking down and you take off and then it's some body double or something you really did it all well i did but it was I really wish I did more ramp skating. I ended up doing more downhill skateboarding and was the first and only female to race against 200 guys to qualify for the X Games. 
wow. at speeds at like, you know, 50 miles, 55 miles an hour. So, and <laughs> race, race against the best in the world. So that's what I was saying earlier about, you know, having that passion and, you know, it, you do what you got to do because you know, that's what you're called to do. Oh, of course. You, you don't even know why you're doing it, to be honest with you. And everybody says, you are crazy. Mind you, I had two small daughters by the time I was racing professionally skateboarding and for the X Games. And then I picked up Street Loose. So it was, it was such a rush that I, it was like, if I didn't do it, I, I wouldn't hit that point of feeling like I was living yeah, living, living in the moment of what I was called to live for. And so, um, how long anyway, did so you we, actually shoot this video? So we actually shot it for maybe just a few days. It was about two days, mm -hmm. two, three days of a shoot. And, and, you know, oh, after, after I met with Julian Temple and then that, that again, that evening, I sat by the phone just watching it. I mean, they make <laughs> movies. They make movie scenes out of this. <laughs> sure, sure they do. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm just sitting there. You know, my my knees are going up and down really fast. My feet, my feet are tapping. My hands are tapping. I'm just, I'm so excited and so nervous that I just wanted it so bad. And the next thing I know, it was, um, I get this call. And I was, I, I almost like dropped the phone when I picked it up. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, wait, wait, are you still there? Are you still there? And it was my agent. She goes, Devin, she goes, hi, it's your agent. I said, oh man, that didn't sound good. Yeah, right. <laughs> she, yeah, she goes, are you sitting down? And I said, yeah, I'm sitting down. She goes, well, you got it. I go, what do That's you mean? Good. I got what? <laughs> she, goes, <laughs> she goes, you got the lead. I go, I what? She goes, you got the lead. You got the lead character in the free falling video. I jumped, you know? Oh yeah. It's like that moment of dancing, you know, your victory dance. Oh, you sure. Victory dance. Yeah. Everybody has a victory dance. You have to have a victory dance. And if you don't have a victory dance, just look back in your life when you felt like you wanted to dance, when you hit a peak, when you go, Oh my gosh, I'm living my dream. So it was, it, what was funny is that I hadn't skateboarded in, maybe gosh several years to be honest with you mm -hmm. and when julian temple i asked him about the half pipe and i said yeah the half pipe um when do you plan on shooting maybe in a month <laughs> and he goes uh friday i think this was like a tuesday and i went what oh wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh crash course here we go <laughs> so you go warm up a little bit oh you have no idea oh my gosh i called all my friends I'm like help 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 so they, I went in a friend's half pipe in the backyard and they were showing me some things and picked it up pretty quick and then just got on the, you know, got on the shoot. Um, but there were some things about the shoot. It was so extraordinary. I was, again, you know, when you're so excited about living the moment of your dream that you never expected to happen, you're just working so hard at your craft that you just hope someday you're able to do something extraordinary, but you never thought that you would actually be the one thing you wanted more than anything. And so... Hang on, hold that second. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Guatney Unplugged. In America too. You're listening to Guatney Unplugged on News Radio 102.9 KARN with Scott Romine, brought to you by Guatney Automotive Group. Hey, Scott Romine here. We're talking with 
Devin Kid, she is uh, a ball of energy. She has got all the energy in the world. <laughs> she is the skateboarding girl, the lead, uh, the lead in the free falling video. Of course, Tom Petty and shooting this thing. It, did you not meet Tom Petty until you're actually working on the video? I did not meet Tom Petty until I was actually working on the video. And I, I was so starstruck when I met him. I was like, my jaw was dropped. Oh no. <laughs> I, oh yes. I was, so, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like, you're like my icon hero. And I'm, you're talking to me. You're, you're, you're like, I was so nervous. It's like me oh getting God. to talk to you. It's kind of the same oh. thing. <laughs> well, vice versa. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's so fun when you meet people that you're inspired by and that. Oh, I yeah. Think that's the essence of free falling. You're just living in the moment that you hope you can do something that touches other people. And Tom Petty was brilliant at that. He was such a genius. And what I really appreciated about him is being the genius that he was, is that, you know, my dad was a genius too. And here I'm meeting Tom Petty, who's just extraordinary. And yeah. we're, you know, during the half pipe scene, this is a phenomenal part. And a lot of people don't know about, we were up on the ramp and I was sitting there, there was this look that a lot of, you know, Tom Petty fans have, asked me they said you know there was this look that made the video that's what they would say yeah i know what you're talking about yeah where it's kind of like gazing off into the distance yep that's right and well it, that was like me sitting on you know the deck up above in oahu looking out into the horizon what was in the horizon is like that was the epitome of the peak of that song free falling and i'm free that three chord three moment yeah. in one and Tom Petty was pulling up in the Cadillac, looking up at me, singing, and I'm free falling. And I'm like, like I'm his love interest. And I'm like, no, you're my love interest. What are you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're my and, love interest. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. And then I look in the <laughs> yeah right. And yet I'm skateboarding at half pipe, my other love interest. And then I look in front of me, and there was one of those. Have you ever seen something like this where it was a full moon? bright kind of like daylight where it's almost going into sunset and so i'm sitting on this horizon on the top of maholland and mind you we're on a huge cliff <laughs> i just relearned how to skateboard a half pipe so that was you know like who you know it was just living on the edge of faith surreal it was awesome it yeah. was so surreal and i looked at this full moon that was so big it almost felt like i could reach out and touch it mind you the album is full moon fever that's right so and then behind me was this incredible sunset so i'm in the middle of this you know full moon fever in the fever and of tom petty singing is me as you know my you know i'm his love interest but he's my love interest and yet with the sunset behind me and i was like this is awesome it's pretty much <laughs> what's just meant to be did did you have an airplane come in and make the heart in the sky or was that added later you know that's okay i believe that it was because we see it yeah, several it times involved. in the video we see you know there's a heart yeah, in the well, sky yeah they made it it was well obviously a plane had to come in and make it sure and and come and then i looked up and there was a heart i was like oh wow that's cool <laughs> i was like that's so sweet you know so it was 
it's all about heart. What a, and what about the photograph? Yeah. Who is the guy in the picture? She loves her boyfriend. Is that someone you know? No, but that was a great question because I was wondering the same thing. Was that Elvis? No, it's was not Elvis. That, we see no, Elvis albums. Was that Tom Petty? I don't think so. No, I don't no, think just, so. Didn't he have long hair? And so, you know, that was something looking at the photo when you see me looking at it. That's me wondering probably the same thing. It's like, well, I, I, you know, <laughs> I love you, but I don't know you. <laughs> now, did you have a I wreck on the, on the way to the set? Did you wreck a car? So, yes. And that was something that I, I do wish we had cell phones back then because, you know, what happened was there was directions and somebody had given me a piece of paper for the shoot for the next day. And I went and they told me to go to the station. So I went to this location that was in Reseda and there's nobody. And mind you, I'm going to backtrack real quick. I was so excited about working with Tom and living the dream of my life. I left like four hours earlier to make sure I got there two hours early. Oh, right. And when I got there, what happened was the, um, nobody was at the location and I was panicking. I was like, oh my gosh, I had no phone. I had no access to any phone. It was a street house that I was like, oh, where am I? I was so lost and mortified. And my dad instilled in me work ethics that sure. it, it just, every he was a project manager for NASA, and it, which definitely um, had a big interest in Tom's life. And I'll go back into that. But to finish where I was at about the accident, you know, it I I was panicked. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to call. I didn't know where to go to find a phone. Mm. And all of a sudden I turned up my, uh, I turned the piece of paper over and I saw there was another location and I was like, Oh my gosh. So what happened? I to get to where that other location was, which was at least probably an hour away. Ah. And I get there and I just, and I was driving from, I believe I was driving where the sunrise was behind me. And I was so panicked that all of a sudden I looked in my rear view mirror, trying to find this location and the sun hit my rear view mirror perfectly where it blinded me. And I was blinded by the light. And, there you go. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this car passed in front of me. And it was like, I didn't see the red light. and Or it just turned red. It was like yellow. And it was like, I hit this car. I was devastated. I felt so bad for the people. They were so nice. And all of a sudden, I look over to my right. And there was the location. And I had this <laughs> accident in front of everybody. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> running down a dream there running know? down a dream yeah yeah that's exactly it yeah free falling and i was sitting there just going oh my gosh and i was mortified devastated and made a grand entrance at least you didn't and, hit tom petty uh, yeah i know right oh god that would have just been worse. <laughs> that so, would have been bad yeah 
no, 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 no. We don't even want to, no, he, you know, no, he was, he was very, like, you know, when you have somebody that you have admired a lot of their music, it is just so cool. And the one thing, though, that was, you know, you always wish, like, how can I give back to somebody what they've given to me? And, you know. I think that kind of thing all the time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like when somebody like Tom has been such an inspiration in your life and all of his fans, all of his fans are so awesome that I was like, I'm a fan too. All right. Yeah. (laughs) We're all in this together. And so it was just so neat because what happened was, is, you know, after the filming and things were flying, it, it was just, I mean, with, in, it was, January 1st, um, the year 2000 and was it, no, 19, 19, excuse me, <laughs> 1990, my 90, bad. Yeah. And yeah, 1990. And what happened, it, it hit number one on the, um, you know, charts and then it hit number one. The video just kept hitting number one week oh, after yeah. week after week, you know, and then it was on VH1 and MTV. It was just, it was I had no idea that it was going to be that, you know, extraordinary big. It's still great. Hey, I got to take a quick commercial break. We're talking with Devin Kidd. She is the skater girl in Tom Petty's free fall and music video. We'll be right back here on Guatney Unplugged. It's crazy about Elvis. You're listening to Guatney Unplugged on News Radio 102.9 KARN with Scott Romine, brought to you by Guatney Automotive Group. Hey, Scott Romine here, having a great time talking with Devin Kid. She is the skater girl from Tom Petty's Free Falling Music video. Everyone in the world has seen that. This thing's come out in 1990, it's hit number one for weeks. What happens with your life at that point? You're, you're all over MTV. Wow, I I honestly wish I had a mentor to coach me um, through all that. I had no idea because it, it really did happen very fast. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, didn't expect, you know, for people to recognize me everywhere that I went. And I wasn't used to that. I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at, I was living my dream. Sure. And as, as just anybody else, you know, just, I'm just doing what anybody else would do on a job like that or any other job. It's like, Oh, they're so happy. And to be able to make a difference and, you know, it just, it really was awesome. And one of the things that came out of it is I got a phone call that the Rolling Stones wanted to do an interview for their 50th anniversary i was like that's awesome so it just seemed like things were just getting better and better and better and you know the one thing that does happen though is you know when things go fast and you don't have a lot of support around you you know you can make kind of stupid mistakes sure when you're really young and you look back and you go and you have to live with this the rest of your life and you go oh my gosh what was i thinking oh and i didn't have any direction and you know i'm just like any young millennial today going what did i do you know you got to be careful of your choices because it affects yeah. you the rest of your life 
And, you know, I really wish I had that guiding mentor, that somebody that would have protected me and groomed me to how to behave myself and how to, you know, do make choices that I could be a little bit more proud of. And um, so that's something that I would really encourage any young listener to really be careful of when you're living your dream, don't take it for granted. Don't take anybody for granted. Don't, don't think of yourself so much, but really think about the impact that you have on other people with your choices. And, you know, it, it's so hard because I, you know, you have to live with those choices and that's where I strongly feel you really learned the power of humility. Yeah. Um, and it really humbled me um, because I, I didn't really know how to handle success like that. And so that was something that I learned a big lesson from. It's kind of like the child stars thing, isn't it? You know, where child yeah. stars peaked so early in their life, their life kind of goes backwards. And a lot of times they, they have a harder time later on because they can't reachieve where they were at 16 or 12, you know. Absolutely. And, and that's something you have to work through. Those are the things, those are the kind of memories that you work through for the rest of your life. And as much as you want to live on a high, like I was living all my life, you know, doing this video was just living my dream. I, I wish I had that upper support at a very young age during a very vulnerable time in my life. You know, I didn't have a lot of support with family and, and you it know, makes friends. it tough. Yeah. It made it so hard on me. Um, you know, I, there was one time when I went to in Manhattan beach, there was a, you know, it was a new year's party when it actually just came out. And this guy, um, there was a group of us that went to this new year's party and it was packed and I go in and this guy just put me on, like, just grabs my buttocks <laughs> In front of everybody. Oh, my gosh. As if it was just something, you know, like he could do and treat me, treat me that way. And I was so overwhelmed by, you know, feeling mocked in a sense um, and humiliated. And yet, you know, my friends were like, Devin, come on, let's go. And so I left. And that's, you know, something that. Well, you should have just called me, but I, I should have. I, I didn't have but a I cell phone. Protect me. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, you should have sent me a, a page on my pager. You know, I, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we travel time travel back and just say, okay, uh, let's change things up a little bit here. You know, and I don't know if I turned around and I don't know what I did, but if I did, I'm sorry. I did, but not sorry. <laughs> did you ever get asked to, uh, you know, Tom Petty has his own XM radio show. Have you been a part of that at all? So funny you ask. Um, so, you know what I was saying about when somebody that you've admired and adored and loved in some, in so many ways, and you always wish you really knew, but who made such an impact in your life, especially, you know, before I did the video, I was going through some really hard, you know, difficult times, but I was so driven to be rise above it and be successful. And um, Tom was a part of pulling me out of that. And like, what can I ever do to make him, you know, to, you know, have him feel appreciated? 
to help him, his life, like he helped me. Mm-hmm. So my dad, be you know, when he graduated UCLA and he, you know, went into NASA and he was an inventor. Well, my dad, um, being a musician, you put a physicist with music together as an aerospace engineer, rocket scientist, and you get the XM radio. So my dad was the key inventor of XM radio who solved the problem and made it work. No way. And yeah, so he he gave me and my daughters, you know, a few of his patents. And your dad's um, like Doc Brown on Back to the Future. He's like genius. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> well, it, I, it's and I really wish I would have connected the two together because Tom Petty's last performance was at the Hollywood Bowl. So you see how these three chord words wow. come full circle, and I'm free. It's a sense of I'm free because I'm living my dream. I It's like Tom Petty's ways with words were extraordinary. And he knew how to communicate and reach out to people in such a way that we all felt like we were not alone. We all had the passion to want to succeed. We all want to have the passion to like accept one another for all of our faults and to forgive one another and to just go for it and commit a hundred percent and let the miracles unfold. And, you know, it's just, if I could give anybody a message, it would be to forgive everybody and especially forgive yourself. Wow. And that, that's something that's important because, you know, you make mistakes after mistakes because of unforgiveness and, you know, that was that was hard for me because the mistakes that I had made that hurt a lot of people was like I felt like I couldn't correct it. So it's unbelievable kind of what you gained in life from this two day video shoot in 1990. Yeah. I mean, really, uh, yeah. the story is incredible how it, it really come full circle to, you, you know, basically Petty ends up with his own XM radio. Because you're dad yeah. and you're the kid in, yeah. the, in his video. So I took my dad on the daddy daughter date. We got backstage. We were the only ones there with Bruce Cohn and the Doobie brothers. And my dad was sitting on the couch between, you know, the Doobie brothers, um, uh, between Bruce Cohn and I, and then Bruce randomly prophetically said, you know, is there's this radio station that's coming out that you get XM like or get like radio anywhere in the world with no commercials no interruption yeah out of the blue and then my dad which i didn't even know this at the time because everything's like top secret and um and then my dad goes uh yeah i kind of kind of a few patents to that and i went (laughs) what i turned around and went what and i go i go bruce and he goes what i go did you just hear what my dad just said and he goes no, what? I go, he invented it. And he goes, oh, Bruce, he goes, what? So then the doobies came over and they were all chit chat. I was like, hey, dude, that's all awesome. How'd you like engineer it? So now I'm like a third wheel. Remember back in the 70s in the cars where they had that floating mercury compass? Yes. So it was a floating mercury compass. And my dad, you know, it was like, I used to see my dad just looking at it and, aha. Uh-huh. And, um, so what he did, he took that idea and he put a chip in it so it would float the signal and retain the signal when it would go under or in between trees or what have you. Yes. So if you look, 
If you look up Keith R. Jenkin patents, and you'll see his patents for XM radio, you will also see his patents for um, interface technology, which interface communication technology, which is the ability for people to see each other via teleconferencing, Zoom, you name it. So Unbelievable. Well, it's, been, it, it's, it's been so great talking to you. We got to wrap up our show. We're out of time on the show, but uh, yeah. so great to talk to you. Devin Kidd, just uh, what an honor to talk to the, Thank you, the girl you from the so Free awesome. Fallen video. You are. And we'll see you guys next week on Wantney Unplugged. Love scores in